the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, back in the saddle again, along with Dr. Calvin. Really, Smith. Milton Glick? It's really me. Not, Gosh, not, not it's Barry been, doing it's been a while, you know, yeah. impressions of me or anything. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Well, welcome to the show. We're actually not live at the nursery. We're so live. we don't have to hear any more about Canada? Jerry's award. Oh, did we hear a lot about Jerry's oh, award? Oh, gosh, not more than every five minutes. <laughs> what was that, on the honorary? Uh, he, he something, something about the oldest uh, horticulturist on the air still or something. <laughs> what was that, Jerry? That, that I one? don't know. It was DNA. <laughs> yeah, the Lifetime. DNLA Lifetime. Achievement uh, Award. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> Calvin knows all the particulars. <laughs> Calvin, you want to tell us a little bit about the award yeah, today? I can't even remember. I've never even heard about it. Uh, no. no, well, it, it, it's the Jerry. I think he's and, the one that uh, nominated me. Because he oh. But he's just too shy. Probably. Jerry, Jerry uh, Humble. has uh, contributed over the years to, uh, of course, Consumer horticulture. All of the, all of our listeners know that he was on the TV all those years in the newspaper, and the, and the thing that sometimes we underestimate was his contribution to the nursery industry, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that I think that award uh, relates to that. He he worked with the uh, nursery industry and in, in helping them get um, access to new plants that people would respond to. And then even further than that, it's better. It's better because the nursery industry got plants that they could sell, but also the plants did well in our in our landscapes, and a lot of them contributed to the water conservation effort, um, and uh, reduced use of pesticides, and a, a general just a general comp- contribution to uh, to good gardening, environmentally appropriate gardening. So. It was a deserved award. Way to go. I was going to give him a kiss, but I can't get yeah, up. Uh-huh. No, I don't blame well, him. I want him to, maybe uh, later after the show. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So now, I wanted him to hear this because it was the last time I was going to say <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. 210-308-8867 is our number. We're not at the nursery today. Uh, kind of the uh, some uh, technical things, but uh, we should be back next week. And uh, if the weather... Weather permitting, although we can hide in the two-story house, too, uh, <laughs> if the weather's bad. The weather is, we need to get Roy to, to do some weather research. We'll I talk. think he's going to get this one right. You think so? I think so. Well, uh, he always gets it right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right, really right this time. 
Because a lot of those Arctic co-frenchers. That's what we need here. to we need to talk about that a lot because yeah, today is the day you want to start covering that. Yeah, yeah. It's warm. It's never considered compared to. Yeah, and it's not any fun, and it's less effective if you wait until after the first freeze day or the second freeze day to start try to cover everything up, even though it'll be colder later in the week. But I'm gonna when I get back this afternoon, I'm gonna at least get the the limes mm-hmm. and the lemons. And I may do the cyclamen and uh, just cover them. Uh, you got the cyclamen in a container? I've, I've just got, I don't have a lot of, I've, you know, I've got them in a bed, uh, long yeah. bed, and then in a container, yeah, so they'll be, just be easy to So cover. How, how are you going to protect them? With the cloth? Just, yeah, just what, uh, grow web or, uh, or uh, insulate. Insulate, okay. Yeah, and... Uh, a blanket works well. Sheets sheets work well. Doesn't take much to protect those cyclamen. Takes a little bit more to protect that lime and and the lemon. The lemon will defoliate, but we don't want them. They defoliated last year. You don't want them to be attacked, affected two years in a row. That really weakens it. Oh. And limes, a lot of us lost. Mm, oh yeah, lost our really lime tree last year. Go. Well, we'll get specifics from Roy, but from what I gather. Um, one of the big problems with, and I don't know about wind. Is it supposed to be windy too? Yeah. Oh, great, big time. So this is a double whammy. So freezing, yeah. wind, windy, freezing temperatures. Wow. Ugh. Well, but the wind. I always think the wind is more of a problem because it blows the the covers off. Well, it blows the oh, I thought it did damage to the plants too. No. Um, <clears throat> I, I guess it, some some plants it it could, especially if they're in the. The temperatures are in those d- d- the damaging levels. Other plants just are not phased by the the wind. It's just the temperature. But yeah, the the net effect will be a challenge to a lot of plants. First, really serious freeze. But I'm, c- I'm kind of counting on the uh, all those 35 degree days that we've had. To yeah, yeah. Harden things off. Oh, good. That'd be good. Yeah, because a lot a lot of our plants have. Have hardened off a bit, have quit growing, and so. I he- I hesitate to mention this, but do you know who predicted this freeze? I know. I, w- I was trying to forget that. Roy, no, you. Milton, who? Uh, you did out of default. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we were we, I, Jerry and I were picking. Jerry wanted us to pick a date when the first freeze. Oh, did you, I really? You weren't, you weren't very enthusiastic, so we picked a date for you. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I, I said the week of Christmas. Yeah, the cabin was earlier than that. Said earlier than that, and then you were you were saying, uh, "What what should I pick?" And I said, "You <laughs> pick the week of the, the uh, New Year's." Do yours? That's funny. And it hit right. That I knew. Hit it I right sort of sensed yeah. it, even though you kind of helped me. The Roy didn't help you with that, did he? No, no, he had nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the and the so the problem and again we'll get we'll, we'll get the whole forecast but is it's the the freezing temperatures are constant it's not one day no, where it drops in the 24 days in a row yeah and it's going to be a long freeze you know we were talking a lot long duration freeze and so um i called some guys that i'm working with uh and told them to, they've got greenhouse tomatoes and then they've got outdoor group tomatoes. And I told them, I said, you go ahead and uh, pick all the fruit that's uh, size, of, size of a, um, a tennis ball and larger. And uh, 
because uh, they're physiologically matured when they get that big, and then put them somewhere in the warm, on the uh, porch or somewhere where it's warm, they won't freeze, and uh, they'll go ahead and ripen up in, in about two or three weeks, depending on how warm a situation you put them in. But uh, if you don't, if you let them freeze, that'll burn the fruit. Oh, okay. Now citrus is uh, luck- luckily I've got uh, all the citrus off of my backyard trees. But uh, if you still got citrus on your plant and it's in the ground. I, I would I would tell you to go ahead and pick that too because it, it'll freeze. I'm doing that. Yeah, I've, I've got lemons left. Oh yeah, they're freeze. Yeah, I'm uh, debating about calamundum and uh, kumquats. I think calamundums are not going to hurt. You're going to hurt them. And the uh, kumquats too. I probably I probably won't even cover them. I don't never had any damage no. on them. But uh, yeah, lemons, limes for sure. Uh, Need to be covered. If you have avocados, you probably, uh, if, if and they have not gone through a freeze, you probably need to try to cover them too. Especially hard if they've grown large. Yeah. I, you uh, could, on the avocado, you could go out there and kiss it goodbye. <laughs> if, it, if it stays below 27 for four nights so you, in a row. So you think, Milton, there'll be a little activity at the nursery, people getting insulate? And yeah, I hope so. Blankets and... Yeah, it's be a good time to get them if you don't yeah. already have them. Because you remember, I don't remember if it was the last year or a couple of years ago where we had that run on the uh, all those materials and uh, people couldn't, you know, waited to the last minute, couldn't find them. Well, and your idea is good. Today it's nice. It's not bad outside. Now I don't have the jacket on. Y'all have light stuff on, and you could you could accomplish a lot today and tomorrow. It's and gonna, tomorrow's going to be warmer than today. Oh, tomorrow is warmer. So, well, today. It's, it's, it's the evening. The, the freeze is it's still going to freeze, though, according to the yeah yeah right. But that's paper. overnight, I guess. Tomorrow yeah. going into Monday. Yeah, in the morning. Okay. In the, well, no, Sunday morning it's supposed to freeze. As in tomorrow out. morning? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, two one zero three zero eight. Why are we guessing when we've got Royal? I know he's chomping at the bit. He can tell us hour by hour. Oh, he can. So I need to know how many hours of below freezer are we going <laughs> to get for each of those nights? All right, I think he's writing all this down. I can see him. <laughs> all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867. So if you have questions on what you should cover or anything. There uh, you go. Um, how to spend your Millburgers gift certificate in 2018. We there can help you, you with that. And we're going to tell you how to get another gift certificate to Millburgers uh, right now with the uh, blood drive that's coming up at the nursery next Saturday. And uh, Calvin was uh, telling us that they're being very, very uh, assertive in uh, recruiting. But next Saturday at the nursery is the quarterly blood drive. And uh, we want to make this a big success. And because of the holidays, because uh, people don't think about it as much, they're doing other things, uh, blood is in uh, short supply. So you can come on out and give blood uh, 10.30 to 1, I'm sorry, 10 to 1.30 at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm going to give you a tip on that in just a second. Uh, um, 
but Millburgers to to support it this time is doubling. You know, normally Millburgers gives you a ten dollar gift certificate just for going through the process, even if you are for some reason uh, unable to give blood, um, they'll still give you the gift certificate. This time to support it, and because it is such an urgent issue, it's a twenty dollar gift certificate. Oh wow! Yeah, so. Um, just for trying to give? Just for going through the process. If for some reason they say no, then you still get the gift certificate. Uh, I, might, no. I might let them say no to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the part that gets them is when they say, do you take any medication? Said, let, me, let me get my microfish out. Yeah, the, let me, the truck is right there. Hold on. I brought it with me. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. We don't want to give them a misconception, though. It's certain kinds of medication. No, actually. You can take a lot of different kinds and still be effective as a blood giver. No, absolutely. My famous last words, because I I take a lot of medications, but that's never been a fact. That's not the issue? Well, I guess so. In these countries he goes to, they all all have to do is learn how to spell them. They don't like Calvin's travel itinerary. And and, and even now, he he doesn't even have to have sex in the country. Just be be in that country. Just be bit by those mosquitoes. Uh, (laughs) So, anyway, uh, yeah, so come on out and be a part of it. Here's my suggestion, too. Uh, Go online or call them, and if you know you're coming, uh, reserve the time. Um, and it just you just go right in. So if you're, you make an appointment at ten thirty, ten thirty or ten twenty five, you get there. You tell them you, you knock on the door, tell them you got an appointment at ten thirty, and they go great, and you're like the next one in. So what a good, good kickoff for your resolution. Yeah, of you know more involved in the community or, um, more yeah. uh, dealing with more issues that are high priority for the community. This is a great way to do it. Yeah, so uh, come on out. For more information, we'll keep talking about it, but for more information, go to com, and you'll see all about that. You'll also see about the uh, their uh, Christmas tree program where you uh, bring oh, your... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you bring your tree if uh, now you've uh, if you've taken it down and wondering what to do with it. Uh, it says, after you've done enjoying your fresh-cut Christmas tree, bring it to Millburgers for recycling. We'll accept your discarded Christmas tree for disposal from January 2nd, so that's next Tuesday, through the 13th, and you'll get a coupon good for 20% off any regularly priced merchandise purchased by February 28th. Wow. Trees must be clear of all ornaments, lights, wires, and metal. And especially that that uh, deal on the bottom. Yeah, that, you don't want to have the uh, metal sand. Stand. Discarded trees are it's hard ground. to chip that. Yeah. Yeah, they're grounded to mulch and used to protect and condition the root balls of our larger specimen shade trees and ornamental trees. So, yeah, so Millburgers has lots of good stuff. That's definitely uh, a community support, whether it's green action, uh, like the recycling of the Christmas trees, or whether it's uh, the blood drive. But go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about all the things that are happening at the nursery. Like David Rodriguez is coming up. David. And David's going to be there on the 13th. Oh, I thought he was coming on the air here. No, 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 no. no. I thought he was on a different radio show. He is, but he still comes on our. He's, yeah, he's, he He slums it over at our place. No, he doesn't invite us to his show anymore. Yeah. What do you think that had to do? That me. <laughs> Must have been something you said. I don't know. I can't remember that it was anything uh, I said. <laughs> That's a good thing. We don't hold grudges because we can't remember them that long. Yeah, yeah there right. you go. Yeah, we're just interested in having anybody come on our show that has good information and is is interested in the projects we're interested in and the projects 
Milberger is interested. Yeah. yeah. And David is one of those folks. And uh, we also have an interesting interview coming up with um, the main horticulturist with uh, Mount Vernon. Yeah, Mount Anna, that should be interesting. Yeah, it should be. So that's next Saturday. We're, we're still working on the time, but he's going to be speaking um, with the Conservation Society, uh, doing a free uh, lecture. So that'll be fascinating. So we'll have him on. Are y'all uh, well aware of all the horticulture at Mount Vernon? Are we bluffing this one? No, we'll we'll do a little review. But, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll they, do had, research. Uh, they had wonderful gardens. And yeah. So we should. Yeah, there should be a lot to talk about. Cool. Did you ever get a hold of Greg Grant? No. Work that out? No, I'll, I'll try Greg again. Well, okay. What? Did, his, I, I sent uh, did his new wife let him keep his own name? Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> so. <laughs> uh. That's just mean. I, I did. I, uh, I left an email, but didn't, uh, not from Greg, but uh, with a publisher. So I'll, I'll, and then I had my little thing. So I'll, uh, I'll reach out again. Greg will be fun. He's got the new book, the, uh, Confessions of a Rose Rustler or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, he's always, all, all of his books are are fun. Yeah, he's a good writer. He is a good writer. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. Uh, we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from San Antonio, from the KLUP studios, or the Answer studios. Here uh, high above the city. Yes. <clears throat> at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Back in a moment. Hey, it's Milton Glick. Wishing you and your family a safe and happy 2018. And I want you to come on by and visit with Millburgers. Because if your New Year's resolution includes beautifying your home or getting in the great outdoors and just enjoying things or maybe beautifying your yard, well, Millburgers can help you do it. They've got the plants, products, and the professional advice that you need to get going and do a great job. Plus, when you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll find all about the events they have coming up. In fact, they've got a blood drive coming up on January 6th that, that's going to be a great drive, and we want you to participate in it. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process, and, of course, the Southwest Blood and Tissue Center has something for you, too. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. In fact, that may be the best advice I can offer you for 2018. Go to millburgernursery.com and learn all about the exciting things that are happening at Millburgers. It's 1604 and Boulevardy Road, and happy 2018 from Millburgers. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this week on Project One, we will be featuring the South Texas Marksmanship Training Center this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour. One life changed. Project One. This is Bill Parise. I'm one of the underwriters at First Preference Mortgage, inviting you to listen to the Underwriters Corner, where we'll talk about what's happening in the mortgage market, how to lower your payment or even lower your term so that you can pay off your mortgage sooner than later. First Preference Mortgage has been a full-service lender for over 30 years, and San Antonio is an amazing place to live. Get the expert information you need to live and grow and thrive in your own home on the Underwriters Corner every Sunday. 
at 3 on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick telling you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Warren Remy is Spider-Man. And these guys have been helping folks since 1976. All you've got to do is ask one of the people that Spider-Man helps, and you will learn great things about this great company. Spider-Man has been helping folks for, like I said, since 1976. And let me tell you something that's really very, very cool. If you have got children, if you have got pets, Spider-Man's the place to go because maybe you want a more organic method that's, uh, well, you want to know, one, is it going to work? And two, you know, how efficiently is it going to work? Warren Remy has tried them all and will put you on a path, but it'll tell you, give you good expectations of what it will do. Um, maybe it works perfectly. Maybe it doesn't work quite as well as you'd like it to or as well as the chemical. He'll give you options, but he's done them all, and he's had some great success with terrific organic products. So if you're looking for an organic solution, go SpidermanPest.com. Go SpidermanPest.com. Warren Remy, 656-3721. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. As we approach a new year, it is clear that 2017 will be remembered as a momentous year for news. Perhaps the biggest story of the year will turn out to be this, how the United States defeated ISIS and its caliphate, and almost no one took notice. When ISIS was roaring to power under the watchful eye of the Obama administration, almost no one could figure out how to stop them. In less than a year, under the new military guidance of the Trump administration, ISIS has been defeated in those countries, and large swaths of those countries are now free of the terrorists. One would expect the mainstream media to cover this as they would the end of any other war. But for the most part, we've heard only crickets. The truth is, reporting good news under the Trump administration seems to be increasingly difficult for the mainstream press. They can't even acknowledge a major victory has been won there. Story of the year number one, defeating ISIS. Story number two, losing the mainstream media. One is good, the other is horrible. I'm Hugh Hewitt. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where we start the uh, show off with a couple calls. Going to talk to Mark, and but before Mark, Doris is on the line. Hi, Doris. Welcome to the show. What can we do for you today? What's going on? Thank you. Since uh, we're talking about covering plants, and I'm getting ready to do that, I have a couple of large hibiscus in pots. They're probably five, at least five feet tall, and, and pretty good size around. It seems like a couple of weeks ago we had a little uh, frost that nipped just the top ends of them, and I've not gotten around to doing anything with those uh, burned leaves. At this point, does it matter? Cut them off, leave them on there, or, like I said, does it matter? Well, I would I would cut them off just to make them easier to cover. Which kind of hibiscus is it? It's a uh, oriental hibiscus in containers or... They're they're in container. They're in pots. But what kind they are, I don't know. They just bloom really pretty, you know. What color? Oh, pink and sort of a red. Okay. Yeah, it technically probably wouldn't matter, but it makes it so much easier to... Have you got some place you can drag them in? Uh, no, they're too heavy for me. Okay. Unless unless you want to swing by and help me with that. No, no, no. Yeah, I'd have to... do mine first, so. Oh, okay, got you uh, right. Okay, well, so it does, it doesn't matter, and like I said, it's not just it's just the top leaves, not branches. So I might just trim them off. Okay. Yeah, so, and you you might even end up before the the winter is over trimming them back a bit because when right. you do a new, you know, when you get 
uh, start them in the spring. A lot of times you do a pruning to sure. uh, to, to stimulate them, and so. Okay, but, so in this, the pot is about you know a couple of feet tall, and then there's heavy plant. I mean, plant in it. Uh, is it important to cover the bottom of the pot, or is it just mostly the foliage that we're talking about? At this you know, point, it's mostly the, the foliage. What kind of plant is it? I'm sorry. Hi, hibiscus, Oriental hibiscus. Oh, okay. But if it's convenient, just cover. Let it do, go down over the container. But usually, that's not an issue. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, if it got cold enough, it would, it would freeze them in the. Well, the they they keep talking like it's going to be significant. So, yeah. okay, that's a good uh, good answer. Also, uh, knockout roses, it's no issue with that, right? I mean, they're ready for this kind of weather. Yep, let them let them feel it. Let them go. Let them what? They'll feel it. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah, okay, they, they'll feel it. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't have to protect them from the, the winter. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so very much for your help. All Thanks right. Doris. Happy New Year. Thank you, Colin. You as well. You bet. All right. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. We go talk to Mark now at 210-308-8867. Hey, Mark, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I am doing fabulous. <laughs> I noticed that uh, you were talking about letting anybody on the radio uh, that has some information. And so uh, since I've been on the radio with you guys, I thought, well, your standards must be kind of low. Yeah, you don't even know who this is. No, it's Mark Peterson. Calvin's yeah, looking at me okay. funny. <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think, too, it's too early for you to be at the tavern, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's just no. Hey, y'all... Think y'all don't even have me on anymore? <laughs> what kind of standards y'all have? I mean, it was—it's kind of like the old days. I thought maybe Paul Cox would jump in there too. Yeah, you yeah, know, you know. Well, thirty years ago. We enjoy having you as a guest, Mark. Oh no, it was, it was a pleasure. I enjoyed uh, uh, partnering with Jerry, and uh, it was. Oh pleasure. yeah, that was fun. Yeah, um, Just want to call, wish everyone a happy new year. And I uh, look forward to lots of great uh, landscaping projects in this coming year. You got any tips for anybody with the cold weather coming? Oh, especially with, uh, is the saws want us to run water, not run water, cover pipes, don't cover pipes? Uh, well, if it is exposed, yeah, at 25, you should be covering some pipes right now. Uh, the drip, uh, again, uh, only, only if it, Really exposed pipes. Um, most of our pipes don't need to be insulated because they're insulated inside. But if there's any pipes outside, they're just freestanding. Of course, those should be covered with uh, some kind of foam insulation material. There's a lot of great products out there uh, that uh, you can just cover the faucets with. Yeah, and if those, uh, if you got pipes that are extend up above the ground, right. they're, they're yeah, those vulnerable. Are if they're laying on the ground, they're pretty safe. But uh, mm-hmm. we forget about sometimes yeah, those those joints and uh, connections that. That's a good point. Are, are up there, or or yeah, Mark? Would, anything when I say exposed, that means yeah, anything that's above the ground. That's what I'm worried about. Now, yeah. what if you're in a pier and beam home and they're underneath the house? Oh, they're they're good. They're good. So they're not in the it's ground. Not, yeah, it's not it's not Minnesota with thirty six below. <laughs> okay, that, nothing worse than that. Yeah. We have your pipes freeze 
when it's that kind of weather, what do you you know you're under there with with um, torches and trying mm. to get you a blowtorch and yeah. start and pro- them down. Course, wow. Plastic. Don't give anybody any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic pipes were not an alternative there. Uh, yeah, well, you remember that, Mark, from Michigan. Yeah. Um, didn't have too many issues with that because we didn't have any uh, exposed faucets or the, or the lines were all inside in the basement. And uh, it kept them warm on that. So. Yeah, when you have a basement, it stays it stays warm enough to keep the water flowing. Okay. Milton, do you know what a basement is? Yeah, I was going to say no. I've grown up in two cities that would never have basements. New Orleans, you didn't have a basement because you're you would not you'd have to swim. Sea level, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, well, if you're growing koi, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and San Antonio, I don't know many people that have basements either. So, okay. Are, are there instructions on the SAWS website about in case people kind of want tips on what to do with the weather? Yes, uh, I believe there are, but it's on the main website, not the garden style website. So okay. www.saws.org. Cool. All right. Any other things that you can think of uh, for plants uh, going back to your uh, your tree days and what to protect? No, or? no, but um, I believe that the, the previous caller had, uh, I'm thinking she had a. Um, uh, a hibiscus, a native hibiscus, or, or um, uh, all of a sudden I have a senior moment. Majutus? Rather than an Asian one, uh, I was thinking she had something else. So I would have cut them as well, just like Alvin did, to get it more maneuverable. Uh, but it's a container. If it's if we have large pots that are going to be cold below freezing for several days, I would definitely try to uh, put some blankets around it or insulate or even mound up some mulch around the base of it. Yeah, and her her, her poor husband will have to do without blankets. There you go. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. uh, uh, Yeah, I just want to call and say hi and have a very happy happy New Year. And I look forward to some great SAWS programs upcoming. Uh, we had our planning meeting, and we'll have another one next week. And so uh, we'll have a whole list of new programs this year uh, coming out in uh, late February, March. Very cool. Bye. Thanks, sir. Bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The, uh, our experience with the tropical hibiscus so last year, Laura, we had one. We put it in the ground. Right. And she babied it. And she she took it through the winter. And I think we we got almost to the end, and then it froze, and then it went down to the ground. And it came back up. But it came back up, and it was just pathetic. It was just a puny little... All that babying, she was so disappointed. It was probably maybe, maybe less than a foot tall, and had one bloom on it the whole summer. Mm. So, by the time it took to come back and finally bloom, the summer was practically over. So, getting ready to freeze again. Yeah, which is a shame. Cause well, J- Judy is into the heavy, the hibiscus on the on the patio, but her her philosophy now is that they're 
that that same thing. They're so they're, they're so inexpensive. Yeah, that, and you get them from the nursery. They're blooming from that day, and they and it just you know for for years I used to would took a whole day for me to drag them all into the greenhouse, and then of course we'd have to make sure that the the heat was on when the when the temperature is going to fall. You know, and so <coughs> she just kind of made the decision that uh, if they didn't make it through. The freeze, or even even if they did, if they were going to be subjected to that kind of a growth pattern, that it was just easier to pick new ones every year. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, um, uh, a little advice. So we'll talk to, yeah, let's, we'll, we'll call the nursery over there, uh, if, if you don't mind, uh, Roy, and get Trace on the line and find out kind of what's going on. And uh, I wonder if we have a I know what's going on. What? They're running around there like they're... They're covering everything? Uh, yeah. Okay. <coughs> like their pants was on fire or something. So yeah. uh, we'll find out from Trace what's going on. And uh, they do have the... Uh, we found out they do have the uh, the cover cloths and the uh, uh, the frost cloths. But give them a call uh, to Blankets find... Blankets and insulate. Yeah, they have them. But 210-497-3760 is the number to call. And um, you can uh, call ahead and make sure they've got them. All right, we've got. Let's. Uh, in fact, uh, we'll reach out to Trace now and find out what's going over at the nursery. Hey, Trace, how you doing there, man? Uh, Jerry says y'all are kind of busy. Yeah, we're, we're uh, selling all the insulating <laughs> fabrics and uh, stuff. So uh, it's been a, a hectic morning. Well, good. So a lot of folks are coming over and getting that. And you recommend they call ahead uh, or just come on over. At, at this point, they need to call ahead, um, and they can reserve. We've got about five or six boxes left. Oh, good. So, um, But people are buying it by the box. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so call the nursery at 497-3760 and uh, call now. Tell them you're coming on over. That, that's like the plant of the yep. weekend. It's the plant <laughs> cover uh, of the weekend. Yes, it is. And remember to, remember to anchor it well because of the wind that's coming. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, as, long, as long as you're... As long as gardeners are in that uh, mood, too, and I want to be ready to protect the plants, we might get even colder weather. I don't think we need heat sources so far from what's predicted, but it's getting close, and uh, you need, you, you know, go to the... Uh, the auto parts store and get a, a mechanics light or uh, go, go to the feed store right. and get uh, poultry lights. Poultry lights work pretty good because you can put them, they've got all the frame and keeps it off the ground and they hmm. they have a good heat and they're well insulated and so you just have a good extension cord and leave, leave them there. Especially for something like your uh, oh, lime trees or anything. Oh, yeah. Anything that's fragile like that. That I thought I saw one of those predictions was down there at twenty one or twenty three. That might be a threat to a uh, a lime, depending on where it, where, where it was situated and how old it was, and and so you don't you don't want to take a chance. You want to get everything covered tonight if you can, and then just let it stay on there for until this cold spell is over. Uh, yeah. I've got a question from you, you and maybe Trace. I think I know the answer, but a, a pansy bloom will freeze, but it it doesn't kill it. Is that right? 
That's correct. If the pansy freezes, don't wash it off. Don't try to wash the plant. Frost off that kills the plant. Or don't yeah, or don't try to brush it off. I've seen people try to yeah. brush it off too. Uh, but no, I, I think the pansy blooms come back just as good yeah. as they were before. And they look you you swear they wouldn't, but they they look all wilted and everything, and then they come back. Let, mm. let the plants let the plants uh, um, defrost themselves naturally at the at the speed they want to go. Now it's yeah. a little different from the zinnias. You know, I had all yeah. those. I had all those zinnias that I let recede and were starting to bloom. But I mean, that gets close to uh, thirty-two degrees, and they shut her down. They yeah, they wilt down, and they don't come back. They just no. melt. So that's the difference between the cold tolerant and the uh, hot weather plant. Uh, I don't think, Jerry, any of the vegetables. What vegetables do we have to worry about? Tomatoes. Yeah, we talked about tomatoes. If you got, uh, if you got, pick all your, all your green tomatoes that are larger than a tennis ball, or tennis ball or larger, because they're physiologically mature, and so meaning if you bring them in a warm, key store them in a warm place, they'll go ahead and red, redden up just like they would on the vine. And people say, well, with those I leave on there, uh, get larger in case they don't freeze or in case I cover them. I don't think that that's really worth the effort. Yeah, this is uh, this because, is January already. Yeah, they, they won't. Uh, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, they they made it through the winter, especially on the south side look at hmm. south of the house location, and uh, and uh, then they produced a ripe fruit, a small ripe fruit, in the spring. But uh, the cold we're going to have tonight will kill that plant, kill those plants. Trace, need to tell us about the Christmas tree collection. Yeah, Trace, you want to talk about the recycling program? Oh, it's a it's a great program. Uh, people can bring their Christmas trees back here. I, I'm decorated, please. Um, <laughs> and it sounds funny, but uh, we always find decoration. Here. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Uh, I see everything. <clears throat> uh, but they could drop it off here, and we will actually give them a twenty percent uh, off coupon for uh, a purchase future purchase through like the end of February. So, uh, and then we will take the trees and we will grind them up and make sure that they have a, another life in the in the nursery business. And I will mulch uh, the trees in, in the back with them. I'm going to start Very crying. Cool. That's, so, that's so touching. It is. It's a great program. And it uh, starts on Tuesday, right? Uh, we've already had one come back. Oh, good. Okay. So, uh, so you're okay if they come back we'll today? Take we'll, take, we'll take them now. Okay. So you just uh, bring them on in and uh, tell them what you want to do, and it's a, a, it's a nice green program, and you get a savings of 20%, which is significant. That's a great savings. And we take the stand off, right, uh, in the right tray? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. What's, what's the hours, Trace, from now through this first week of this New Year's week? Well, we, we are closed New Year's Day with regular hours every other day. Well, nine to, nine to six Monday through Saturday, and ten to five on Sundays. We are open tomorrow from ten to five. Okay, and again, if you're trying to, uh, if you're heading on over there and you want to reserve your um, 
your frost blanket to call 210-497-3760 for Millburgers uh, for the nursery, and they'll uh, they'll take care of you and get you all paid up and get it put aside. 210-497-3760. And I have had other people, uh, some people even in, in this room, uh, talk about having a hard time finding supplies to protect stuff. Uh, so uh, it's a good idea to call and uh, reserve that and get it all done and then just head on over there knowing you got it. Trace, are folks getting anything else? Uh, what have they been shopping for this week? Or are they, is it kind of calm between the holidays? Uh, it's kind of, kind of calm. Most of the growing operations are closed. So, oh, okay. Uh, we haven't been able to get a whole lot of anything. But uh, trees are going to start coming, I believe, next week. And, oh, good. Uh, so we're going to start restocking uh, almost immediately. And that's shade trees, fruit trees, and or both? Uh, well, it'll be shade trees and crepe myrtles and stuff first. Okay. And uh, we, are, we are getting a lot of the, the chemicals and uh, gift idea type stuff in uh, as well. Very cool. All righty. Well, we'll check in again. Okay, doke. Thanks, sir. All right, 210-308-8867. That's a good deal. I like the way Millburgers works to, to help folks out. So if you are interested in that frost blanket and uh, you want to make sure it's there for you, just call them up, just pay for it on your credit card, and then it's just going to be sitting there waiting for you. Just drive by, pick it up, uh, and uh, you're all taken care of. You don't have to worry about whether they have it at someplace else. You know you got it. All right, 210-308-8867. A reminder, too, next Saturday at Millburgers from 10 to 1.30 is the uh, quarterly blood drive that Millburgers does. Uh, because the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has told Millburgers this is a tough time of year for blood donations uh, and blood is in uh, high demand, uh, Millburgers has upped the ante, if you will, and they will give you a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process uh, if, you're, <coughs> if you're willing to donate. That's twice what they normally do. So uh, mark it on your calendar. Calendar next Saturday, 10 to 1.30, uh, and uh, head on over to Millburgers, and uh, you get a nice thank you from the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. But uh, you, the main thing is, besides all the thank yous, is you're doing something good for your South Texas neighbors. We'll take a quick break and come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick wishing you and your family a safe and happy 2018. And I want you to come on by and visit with Millburgers because if your New Year's resolution includes beautifying your home or getting in the great outdoors and just enjoying things or maybe beautifying your yard, well, Millburgers can help you do it. They've got the plants, products, and the professional advice that you need to get going and do a great job. Plus, when you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll find all about the events they have coming up. In fact, they've got a blood drive coming up on January 6th that, that's going to be a great drive, and we want you to participate in it. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process, and, of course, the Southwest Blood and Tissue Center has something for you, too. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. In fact, that may be the best advice I can offer you for 2018. Go to millburgernursery.com and learn all about the exciting things that are happening at Millburgers. It's 1604 and Boulevardy Road, and happy 2018 from Millburgers. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask as this. Paging Dr. Furrytail, Dr. Furrytail, you're wanted in the East Attic. 
Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. Uh, which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Critter Evictor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West in Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need Attend. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas 210-308-8867 is our number Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch Dr. Jerry Parsons and Scrubby is on the line at 210-308-8867 Hi Scrubby, what's going on? Hey man, I'm I'm getting ready for a big cool spell here. There you go. What's cool spell? Were you supposed to get cold? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm on the south side, so I'm not really worried. I hear all these guys talking about the big freeze and everything. But uh, my uh, question is, in case it does get cold here at my house, uh, over here on that Brooks base, uh, what should I do about all this? Uh, these huge uh, Meyer lemons that I've got. I know that uh, my tree can stand the, the temperature that it has for years, but uh, should, uh, well, can I eat that fruit after it's uh, frozen hard? Well, it's, it's better if you harvest it and not, don't let it freeze hard. Yeah, but. well, that's what that was my question. I usually give uh, 
couple of hundred pounds to uh, old Eric over there at the food bank, and I guess I'll do the same this year. But uh, uh, I I, I'm a procrastinator, so I didn't uh, do it. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be even warmer tomorrow before the flood comes in. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I that's what I heard. Or that's what I, I yeah heard. right. Because uh, I got a lot of work to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I appreciate your help and I uh, appreciate what y'all are doing, and I hope y'all have a okay. Good luck with happy, your lemons. Happy New Year. Well, no, I'll just get them off. I didn't know if you you know if it would hurt them to freeze because I've had them freeze hard before, but. Uh, I gave them away. I didn't eat them myself, so I don't know if they're really good. <laughs> well, it, it, what it does is, uh, the, the when it freezes hard, uh, the internal, the internal uh, structure. Uh, member structure is broken down. So it's long, it's good it's, as long as until, until you thaw it out, and you right thaw yeah. it out and use well, it. You, it can be useful yeah, for can, some things. Oh yeah. You could you could eat it immediately, but it wouldn't la- it wouldn't last long on the shelf, huh? No. Yeah. Not not after being frozen. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now you know well, uh, you you can you can freeze lemon juice. No, nah, we do that, man. But you know we got we're lemoned out. There's only two of us. And, <laughs> you know, uh, we we pretty much done away with things you mix lemons with other than uh. lemonade. So. <laughs> we. We got we got too many lemons. Okay, but, uh, well, that, that's a that's a good that thing tree. to happen. And everybody that has a uh, Meyer lemon knows that uh, that you can have fruit on there any month of the year, you know, and blooms too. I've had it. I've had blooms in the middle of uh, January and hmm. had them freeze off, and and I get fruit later in the year. But, well, uh, well, that's true. I've got little little fruit right now too. I just I just kind of ignore it. It's too complex to try to worry about all size fruits, and and then after yeah, the, late in the winter they'll start blooming again too. They're, yeah, they're a wonderful plant. So well, I'm surprised that all these uh, these plants that hadn't bothered to bloom all during the fall are really going to town now, trying to bloom and get ready for the for the freeze. My bougainvilleas and esperanzas and those things are just going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, and they'll be, you know, uh, day after tomorrow. They won't look that good. Now take pictures. Yeah, well, I got a lot of pictures. I'm, <laughs> I'm, pictured, I'm pictured out too. You know, I'll send y'all some. All right, good. I appreciate your help. Fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. Yeah, and good luck with your lemons. Talk to you next year. All right, 210. Maybe you'll call tomorrow. That's right. Call us again. Come on, Chris All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. So um, I've got my container of broccoli and my container of celery. Do I not worry about them and just, or do I protect it, them a little bit? You need the celery, if it freezes... Is, is it growing real good? And yeah, it seems to, although it's in the same pot as the broccoli. Is that a mistake? Well, you can just... just but any, anyway, when it freezes, it gets mushy. Just oh, okay. Get, just put a, some fabric over it. Okay. It won't hurt the broccoli to have that over Is it. the broccoli got heads on, headed yet? No. Okay. It'll be okay. The broccoli and cauliflower... Uh, uh, once they perform or produce a head, uh, they're more cold susceptible. Mm. And so what I told told the guys I'm working with, I said, uh, 
if you if your broccoli got a head, and uh, go ahead and, and take the heads, the the plants that don't have their heads or buds showing, just leave those. They'll be all right. This is further south too, right? Down to a corpus, and uh, I don't. We don't know. We this this may go all the way to the coast. This cold air. Wow. Because it's it's coming straight from the Arctic deal, and and I know that they uh, I know that it's coming. People say, well, maybe we won't have it. No, when they start predicting them five seven days out, and all of them predicting the same thing. Yeah, it's they're pretty. That's confident. an Arctic deal. I'm liking celery. As a little plant. Yeah, it's a pretty plant. It is a pretty plant, and it's kind of forgiving. It doesn't seem to... No bugs eat it. Oh, really? It tastes good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, well, our little uh, cucumber beetles get on the foliage. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. They don't do, I mean, they don't do damage like they do on chard or or spinach. Yeah. The When I first planted it, a lot of it kind of died and wilted, or maybe mm. I broke it even. But now that it's had a few weeks of just being in the pot, it's happy as can be. Good. Yeah. And in, But I don't understand. It doesn't look like celery that I see at H-E-B. doesn't. Well, Is, there's different kinds of celery. Okay. But different look, varieties. Look at that, that stock. It's just a kind of a miniature to that. Okay. Miniature version of that H-E-B celery. It is? Okay. So can we grow the kind that looks like? The H-E-B celery? Yes, yes. And is the, is it, uh, I guess, is it a root? Because if you look at the celery thing, it's green, has the frilly stuff on the top, the leaves, but the bottom is white, generally. Yeah, it's a stem with a big base. Okay. They're all these, all these, uh, they're interlocked. Stems. And they taste the same, even though they're teeny little stems, it tastes the same as the... Salary. It's really good. It yeah. has a great taste to it. It'd be good in soups or making soup. Tender. It's pretty tender. Yeah. And uh, and then how did they get it to grow with the rubber bands around it? Uh, that's a special kind of rubber band. <laughs> Is a, that right? Yeah. It's, they can only do it in, okay. in Malaysia. That's amazing. Uh, oh, goodness. Okay. I didn't know <laughs> where, that. Where they grow the So rubber. we can't do that here. No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Yeah, I have a feeling that uh, this weekend and next weekend will be calls about what to cover and calls about what I should have covered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, you may, those of you listening may remember uh, Calvin's article about that was two or three weekends ago. And I, I I like that article so much. It's preparing for the cold weather, and that's on PlantAnswers dot com under topics of the month in red, and it's the second listing, preparation for cold weather. So you might want to review that, and uh, it may give you a clue as to what what to protect and what not to protect. And you can have a kind of a priority list too. Uh, you could be protect that stuff that's the most sensitive first and then as this cold spell gets more and more severe if it mm. does it appears at least the forecast in the paper appears it's going to get more severe um, then you may have to add some plants to the list and uh, for those who are uh, 
concerned about their plant being dry and uh, want to water it uh, the day before or something like that, that really doesn't do that much good. Yeah. There's a difference, and Jerry and I explain this every year, there's a difference between keeping your plant well watered and just watering at the last minute. The watering at the last minute, you're thinking that there's some physical uh, impact that the water has in terms of freeze, preventing freeze damage. Uh, and that, that that's not true. You'd have to have the water constantly running to, to to do that. Keeping your plants well watered, though, means that the plant has all the water and the chemistry it needs to be organized for freeze protection. If if it's dried out, even your pansies and violas we mm-hmm. talked about, those uh, cold weather plants, they can be a little dry, and uh, that. They can get a little damage from a cold if they're if they're dried out. So you want to keep keep up on your watering and keep reminding you a container doesn't matter if it rained four days ago. A container could be dried out already. Right. So so it's not it's not a bad idea to water any dry pansies or container grown plants right now. You just if you're expecting that water to. To keep it from freeze damage, that's not necessarily going to happen. And you can use a handheld hose right any time. Yeah. Or pray that you don't live in Calvin's neighborhood. <laughs> you remember he got in a fight with the people watering. He's tough. <laughs> Back in the old days. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to get you caught up with the news in just a second, and then Roy's got the weather forecast for you. Don't forget, we've got the quarterly uh, blood drive coming up next Saturday at Millburgers from 10 to 1.30. Uh, it's important to go ahead and uh, give blood now this time of year especially. Demand is high, and donations are not quite as high. So uh, go on out and uh, be a part of it from 10 to 1.30. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery. Dot com, and you can find out more information about the upcoming blood drive, which includes a nice $10, uh, $20 gift certificate from Millburgers just for going through the process. All right, we'll take a break. Come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio. It's 866-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. With Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You ready for Roy's forecast? I guess so. Should we wait for Calvin? I want to see what percentage of a freeze he thinks we're going to have. Is Roy ready? Roy's ready. We got the thumbs up. All right. Okay. Hey, Roy. Hey, guys. What's going on? How are you? Doing good. How is everything over there in the Answer uh, Weather Studios? <laughs> well, hey, we're doing pretty good over in the studios. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a nice, <laughs> nice 70, 60-something degrees. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, what you got? What's, what's it look like? Well, today, you know, if you're going around today and 
kind of out and about on a Saturday. It's very pleasant today. <laughs> um, you can see, maybe not need a jacket, but it's going to get a little chilly. Uh, so 42, uh, the low this evening. Tomorrow is where things start to take a bit of that turn. So tomorrow, uh, looks like it's actually be about 50 degrees tomorrow for the high. So uh, kind of what Jerry was saying, it'll, it'll, it'll be pretty nice during the day tomorrow. Um, but there is about a 20% chance of some showers in the afternoon. And then at nighttime, I'm showing right now about uh, 27 degrees for tomorrow night. So wrap it up, throw a blanket, whatever <laughs> you need to do. 27 degrees. That's uh, tomorrow. And then that's going to stick around. So Monday, another 20% chance of some showers. High of 35 on Monday and a low of 26 degrees on Monday. Uh, Tuesday. High of 37, low of 23 hmm. uh, on uh, Tuesday uh, with some possible showers as well. Wednesday, the sun's going to come out, but it's not going to get too much warmer. High of 48 degrees, low of 30 on Wednesday. Thursday, sun to stick around. High 47, low 33. And then to round out the work week, uh, the clouds are going to clear away, high of 54 degrees, low of 35. So it warms up uh, toward the end of the week, but get ready because uh, starting Sunday, we're going to see some 20-degree weather. So so do we have any idea what time the front comes in? That's what I was looking for from what I'm seeing. The front goes through <laughs> for uh, real quick. And and uh, so it's a, one of these things where it's, and it's a nice it's fifty after. degrees, and then twenty minutes you go into the Exxon yeah. to, to yeah. pay for the gas, and it's fifty <laughs> degrees, and yeah. you come back out, and it's twenty. Yeah, wow. But uh, but the front's already gone through. Uh, I mean, well, we are ahead of the cold temperatures. Oh, okay. The cold temperatures are slowly coming down behind it, and luckily we're not going to get the. The brunt of it, we, we think that's pretty cold, but uh, the brunt of it is going to uh, go uh, uh, east. Now you mentioned Between, Tennessee when we came in. Yeah, uh, uh, they said uh, when they were, they were going to be doing the, sh- uh, the New Year's show, it was going to be something like uh, uh, 15 or below. Mm. When they're out shooting the fireworks and doing the... And where? They, they start in Nashville. Oh, wow. Now, our, our windshield is going to be cold. Yeah, because like it's... Uh, I know it's supposed to be breezy, too, so that'll yeah. that'll make it... Oh, well, all those blankets down. And, yeah. And all that stuff, so you better drive something in the ground or... Stakes in the ground or something. So cement. Calvin was talking about the cinder yeah. blocks and stuff. Yeah. I guess if you have those, you could use them. Uh-huh. Um, does it take much to hold it down once you kind of stake it? If, if it? I mean, if it's not held down, yeah. If it has a opening in it where the wind can get on it, you know. Oh, um, parachutes? Parachutes. Oh, okay. Wow. Hmm. And it, it doesn't do any good when it's parachuting across the yard. <laughs> no, man. the neighbors have their uh, <laughs> the neighbors to the east have their plants covered, or, yeah, or all the way down the street. I've got good news for you, Milton. What? What? We found some more real grandy gold pepper seed. You did? Yeah, in the in our refrigerator. There How at exciting! The, at the nursery, and uh, I got a a note from uh, Miss Nethery, my. The best best gardener in Texas, up around 
uh, Junction, Texas. Mm-hmm. And she had had a good pepper season. Uh, and she's got a lot of uh, Lejo, largest jalapeno on earth pepper seed. My goodness. So we'll have to have a little pepper get together on, uh, you know, on uh, to, to after maybe April or May. Uh, I was telling Milton I found some Lejo, not Lejo, uh, real grande real, gold, real grande gold pepper seed. That's exciting. I have people that want them now. That if that that's, that's that, good. Uh, are eager to. How are our little seeds coming? That the I forget his name. The, I haven't planted them yet. Okay, yeah, it's, I guess it's too early. Yeah, I really can't tell if my plant. <clears throat> I think it's. I think it is because uh, of the, they're they're squat and like a teepee upside down teepee. Rather, they're not long or long and twisted like a banana. So I think they are, but. That's good that there's an alternate source. Yeah, we got that. That's from the original breeder in the Rio Grande Valley. So, so uh, we need to have, you know, a, the the Rio Grande Gold Conservation Society, <laughs> where you you people say these for every three peppers you eat, you donate one to the uh, this conservation society. So yeah. Maybe we can get all the rutabaga growers. To oh, uh, we, yeah. We'll probably yeah. get them all. The three in of this, us, yeah. Is that a corner here? Is that a problem? Is, is there a chance that rutabaga no, seed may so. become <laughs> non existent? We may. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was reading uh, reading a uh, one of the English murder mysteries, but it's a, new, it's a Scotch author, and uh, they were talking about the growing the. the uh, Turnips, they called turnips and potatoes, and the, the diet that they had. Man, <laughs> I mean, you die, you die to be able to go to McDonald's or something like that. <laughs> you had to drink, eat those rutabagas and potatoes every single day, all through the winter. You know, from the storage, from the cellar. Wow. I thought about you the other day, Kevin. I, I was watching them over, over my son's place in Nashville. And they had the, uh, the television on and music music video, and I don't know what the music was, but I about jumped out of my chair. They had uh, India. They she was acting like she was a Indian chief, and uh, her bonnet, or uh, it usually has eagle feathers in, had uh, uh, snapdragons. Really, big long uh-huh. beautiful snapdragon. Uh, they're prettier than the feathers. Yeah, would have been. So they, as you was wearing that around, always amazes me. Like in the rose parade in those places, where it's just hard to believe that those are flowers that they yeah. decorate those things with. And real flowers. Yeah. yeah. I guess they've gotten so good at it over the years, and and they've got f- uh, producers that produce mm. them mm-hmm. exactly. You know the stem length that they need and sturdy and yeah, so that they're ready for action. But I about jumped out of my skin when I saw those uh, that headrest made of uh, uh, what did I say? Durant, uh, snapdragons. 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 Yeah. I wonder how everybody's snapdragons. Mine have been a little disappointing this this spring. That in the stocks. Um, yeah, because I you know I always expect to have that early. Before this cold spell, you, you have a good bloom period. Now with this cold spell, you'll you'll have a period 
into February where snapdragons and stocks, even dianthus are not blooming as much, will have a little uh, slow period in them before they perk up again for the big push in the early spring. But uh, alyssum are doing great. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're doing great. Yeah. And and beautiful fragrance. Uh, I had one of the strangest things happen to me that it's ever happened in horticulture, I guess, to me. And uh, I was out picking satsumas under the trees out there. And uh, a sat- one fell out of the tree, just f- right at my feet. Uh-huh. And it was perfectly peeled. There was not a piece of peeling on it. And and the flesh, I mean the... Uh, the fruit inside was not damaged at all, and uh, I, I couldn't see. I couldn't see what did that, but I, I imagine I brought some more satsumas with this damage today, and and that that's the damage I've been getting, and uh, and the interesting thing about it is they cut cut the stem off. Like just like you cut it off with a knife, it's an angle cut. You can tell it's been chewed off. So I don't know what it is. Calvin guessed, and I hadn't thought about this, but uh, he thinks it's rats. Well, every rodent seems to have its own pattern. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, like you'll, you were talking about, it wasn't raccoons because they would have just ripped at it. I guess. Yeah, they'd have, they'd have eaten the whole fruit. This fruit is just. Damage, see a little bit of damage on it. Yeah. See, whether on the skin, whether getting ready to eat through it. And various, and let's see. That's a, oh, yeah. Sometimes it'll, they'll eat a hole in it. Well, that one's almost, uh, that one's almost hollow from the. Yeah. Yeah, how do they, they get They hollow it out. Yeah, it reminds me of the how the raccoons used to do when I raised watermelons at the peach orchard. Uh, they looked like I had a huge crop. And I went and checked. They all had a <laughs> little hole in, the, uh-huh. in there, and they howled them out. It was just a, a amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> just ruined nearly nearly the whole crop. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Bud is on the line. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you all? Good. What's going on? You ready for the weather? Oh, some parts yes, some parts no. <laughs> well, how can we help you? Uh, there's uh, th- this is about uh, chili peppers. Oh, okay. Now there's a uh, native chili pepper that grows out here. I'm in Bear County. It grows in Guadalupe County. It grows in Wilson County. Perhaps everywhere around the vicinity. Uh, a little bitty, it's a wild pepper. It's red. Uh, and then there is a similar pepper that you can uh, get at the nurseries. It's also a small red pepper, but it's a, it's bigger than this native one. Now, I used to, I thought I knew the difference in the names of these two peppers. Uh, one of the names is Chile Petin, right. T-I-N. And the other name is Chile Pekin. 
Right. Q-U-I-N. Now, which one is the one that's native? I it think, just goes wild. I think they both are. Uh, the difference in that's been explained to me by the pepper expert in Texas is that um, the one that's spelled P-E-T-I-N okay. is round. That's it, yeah. That, it, yeah uh, I, I forgot to say that. Uh, the native one is almost perfectly round. Yeah. The uh, cultivated one is uh, more like an old style. Ob- yeah, uh, oblong. On the trees. Yeah, yeah oblong. Uh-huh. Uh, so the, and, uh, which... Which, which, which is the native one? Tell me again. The the round one or patine, P-E-T-I-N. But, I, but are you, you're saying that both of them could, are yeah, native. Yeah, I think so. But not the, the uh, one one is more common here than one of the, the other. The round one is more common here. Yeah. But, but uh, it's it's uh, it, it's a toss-up as to whether it's called patine or pekin. No, well, the pekin is an oblong fruit. And the patine, P-E-T-I-N, is the round fruit. The native one. Yeah. Okay. And they, and call, they call it bird pad, pepper. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the birds spread it around everywhere. There you go. Now, which one of those two is hotter? Uh, According to you're, you're asking Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he gets near a pepper and he breaks I, out in hives. You know, I came up with that uh, Parsons Potent Chili Penguin. And that's uh, that's that kind of an ob- well, no, that's that's a round one. And it was uh, it was said to be uh, the one the one that I selected was said to be larger, uh, four times hotter than a regular chili patine. And when we when we do our pepper deal, I've got some seed of that too. And uh, we might have some of those for sale, too, if people would be interested in it. Well, I, uh, the ones that I was talking about, I, I, I have both of them on my yard here. And every once in a while, I'll pick pepper off of them. And a couple of days ago, I picked one of the cultivated ones. And it was it was hot. It was really hot. And then later that day, I picked one from the natives. And, boy, that one was really uh, much, much more hotter than the cultivated one. Right. I think so. I think that's true. The, 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 sometimes the hunters say when they're hunting turkey that um, they'll kill a turkey that's been feeding on chili patine, and uh, the meat is so hot you can't eat it. A turkey out of the hill country. Hmm. So it was, well, my, it was my idea to go ahead and put that capsize, and that's what makes the pepper hot, in the, in the water that uh, chickens drink. And that makes the eggs hot. To make, uh, pre-seasoned eggs. Pre-seasoned for, what is that, uh, ranchero? For Waverus uh, rancheros? Yeah. Okay. It never, you know, it, I, never I, ca- I, it never caught on. No, oh, that's a shame. I, I almost believe if you're you ahead of your time, apparently. If you could get a chicken, you're ahead of something. Only that kind of war. <laughs> the egg might come out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be encouraging them, bud. Yeah, thanks, bud. <clears throat> well, you—they they always say you are what you eat. Yeah. 
if that's true of a human, it's got to be the same thing for any other living body. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah, thank you. You yeah, take care. Happy New Year. We'll talk, New Year. talk to you later. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else you got going on? Uh, Calvin's article in today's paper is interesting. And uh, he talked about how to care for holiday plants. And he, he talked about uh, how to keep poinsettias going. And he, he gives about how, how to keep them watered during the week. That's the important thing. You don't really need to do anything to a poinsettia if you give it a little bit of water every day. And then, uh, so Calvin <coughs> outlines that. Uh, they talk about the paper whites, too, and they're, the people always, a lot of people get forced paper whites for a holiday gift. Nobody wants those stinking things <laughs> in the house. Well, they're, they're, they're ready to quickly plant them outside. Uh. <laughs> but they're really neat outside. They've already started. Yeah, uh, sprouting. They're always uh, Jerry and I always put them first on the list of the twelve months of uh, color, uh, low water use color, because they'll be they'll be blooming in January, and they're uh, deer proof. And uh, they don't yeah. like that stink either. <laughs> the deer don't. You, know, you can plant them in partial shade or in full sun, and they're easy to take care of. And you may as well, you know, just take them, plant them outside once you get. Tired of them inside inside the house. Now I think there's a yellow variation. <coughs> uh, the, of course, the white is the most yeah. common. But uh, we did some testing of those out at the San Antonio Botanical Garden one year, and uh, did they naturalize? Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Moore comes along and uh, came up with the citrus, and he says, "No good, stink." Yeah, I said. <laughs> I, th I think we I think we agree on on that side. That side because the, the the fragrance is just overpowering. Of course, if you if you like that uh, fragrance versus smell. Yeah, well, there you go. You you can put it on the opposite side of the house and smell that thing when you come in the back door. I mean, that's how how for fragrant fragrant it yes. is hey we need to take a quick break so hank don't go anywhere where you're going to be up right after the break you're listening to milberger's gardening south texas our phone number 210-308-8867 back in a moment with dr jerry parsons and dr calvin finch i'm milton Blick. this is 9:30 a.m the answer It's Milton Glick wishing you and your family a safe and happy 2018. And I want you to come on by and visit with Millburgers because if your New Year's resolution includes beautifying your home or getting in the great outdoors and just enjoying things or maybe beautifying your yard, well, Millburgers can help you do it. They've got the plants, products, and the professional advice that you need 
to get going and do a great job. Plus, when you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll find all about the events they have coming up. In fact, they've got a blood drive coming up on January 6th that, that's going to be a great drive, and we want you to participate in it. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process, and of course, the Southwest Blood and Tissue Center has something for you, too. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. In fact, that may be the best advice I can offer you for 2018. Go to millburgernursery.com and learn all about the exciting things that are happening at Millburgers. It's 1604 and Boulevardy Road, and happy 2018 from Millburg. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the ways San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this week on Project One, we will be featuring the South Texas Marksmanship Training Center this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, Try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need a 10. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. As we approach a new year, it is clear that 2017 will be remembered as a momentous year for news. Perhaps the biggest story of the year will turn out to be this, how the United States defeated ISIS and its caliphate, and almost no one took notice. When ISIS was roaring to power under the watchful eye of the Obama administration, almost no one could figure out how to stop them. In less than a year, under the new military guidance of the Trump administration, ISIS has been defeated in those countries, and large swaths of those countries are now free of the terrorists. One would expect the mainstream media to cover this as they would the end of any other war. But, for the most part, we've heard only crickets. The truth is, reporting good news under the Trump administration seems to be increasingly difficult for the mainstream press. They can't even acknowledge a major victory has been won there. Story of the year number one, defeating ISIS. Story number two... Losing the mainstream media. One is good, the other is horrible. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons talking gardening with you at 210 308 
8867. Hank is on the line up first. Hi, Hank. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thanks for Good. waiting. Good. How are you? Good. I have a question. Is how, how cold-hardy is the orange frost and the bumper tangerine? Uh, they'll take 20, 20 to 22 without uh, losing leaves. Okay, because the, the <coughs> frost is not very big, and it's only set fruit once, and the bumpers only set fruit once, no blooms or anything. No. Uh, so, how so old now, are they? Huh? How old are they? Um, about a year. Hmm. The the orange frost is about three years old. The other one is about a year old. The bump the bumper is about a year old. Bumper is less cold tolerant than uh, orange frost is. Okay. But it, it's worth taking a chance because that thing produces so much fruit, and on mm-hmm. a, on a on a regular basis too. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a tall stick with a few le- few branches on it now. It's not very. There's no leaves on it now. You think it still has to get covered? Hmm. I'm not planning on covering mine, but I, I don't think you need to cover those. No, okay. Just the Meyer, just the Meyer lemons that are in pots, just to protect them right. from the new trees. Absolutely. Okay. I hope we're going to get lemons again <laughs> <laughs> on the big ones that are in the ground. So yeah. I hope so. How about variegated ginger? Will that withstand a frost if it's under a protection of an oak tree? Maybe, but it'll, it'll it'll freeze down. Will it come back? Yes. Oh, it will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tops. Okay, tops no. just freeze off. Just so we, just so we don't have snow. Does this mean the raccoons are going to hibernate and quit digging? No, it means that they're going to dig more. They're looking for food. Oh, jeez. During the cold they, weather. Ah, they they, they rooted they, they, the yard. They may be. <laughs> Even go into your attic, so it's oh, warm geez. up. No, they can't get in my attic. So oh. That I know. They can't get in there, but they're going to keep digging holes. Okay. Well, just prepare <laughs> everything. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Hank. Get out the raccoon recipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Y'all have a happy new year. Okay. You thanks too. for calling. Thanks. Bye-bye. Talk Bye-bye. to you later. And I'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Shane is on the line. Hey, Shane. Welcome to the show. How you doing today? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Good. What's uh, did I just hear that the chili penguin is going to come back around? Uh, I I may do it uh, with the with the uh, I've got seed and uh, growing peppers are take 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 quite a longer time than growing tomatoes. Oh and, yeah, I, and, I know that. I've grown a few peppers myself. Yeah, and we found we found that uh, we found the real Grande Gold seed. I don't know how old it is and how it's, how well it's going to germinate, but. Uh, and then, then the Miss Nethery up in Junction has a has a pretty good supply of uh, Lejo. The pro- the pro- the problem with growing those peppers for the nurserymen is they they come after the tomatoes. Uh, I mean I mean if you see them all at the same time, they're about uh, a week or ten days later than than tomatoes, and. Uh, I'd say 
the market on on peppers is maybe ten percent, twenty percent of the market on tomatoes. But I uh, so, that. so so we we may uh, uh, since since Milton is promoting that real grande go so much, we may we may just uh, have a, a brief period where we have uh, La Joe, largest jalapeno on earth. And uh, uh, Rio Grande Gold and uh, uh, Chili Patine. And I'm thinking of starting the Perpetual Pepper Preservation Society. There you go. And, that, that and, you, like and you, you can count on Milton to buy two or three so to, to prop up that market. I think we make it like the, uh, you know, the, the war effort. This is, you know, <laughs> for every three you grow... Put one aside, bring it up. We'll have our perpetual pepper preservation society meeting at Millburgers. They'll bring it. We'll have the seed for next year. That yeah. sounds like a plan because I cannot find my chili penguin seeds anywhere. Thank you. Oh, no. See? That's terrible. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see what we can get done. That's, that's our, one of our New Year's resolutions. Now, if, y'all, if y'all can get any going again, I definitely want at least one bush. I'd like to have about five. I think we can handle that. All right. See, Shane, we're taking care of you. And Mil- they'll be selling them at Millburgers. Hopefully. I'll be by there to pick them up as soon as they're available. <laughs> okay, let's see. We want to do that April. Probably. Have them ready by uh, by May. Let's say by, by May first. So that means we have to plant the seed in uh, March to get our six to eight weeks, uh, yeah. six to eight week growing period. So we have to plant a little bit out from the front of it. But uh, I'll try to remember. You you call me in. Mid uh, mid March and tell me to get those pepper seed planted. Okay, I will make a note of that. There you go. Do that. Well, in the meantime, we'll start organizing the PPPS and um, <laughs> and see if we can't get this going. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, you better write down what those initials stand yeah, for. Yeah, I won't remember because uh, <laughs> you won't be able to remember. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. Hi, Shane. No you have a good day. You too. Thank you for calling. The Perpetual Pepper Preservation Society. Oh, my God. PPPS. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be big. I guess. I'm going to see I, if I, I can get the nursery behind me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Charles, I'm sure Charles, Charles, Charles and, and Shane. They're throwing him out the door. They'll be behind. That's him. right. Hey, speaking of things happening at the nursery, again, I want to remind you two things. One, three things. One is the blood drive coming up next Saturday from 10 to 1.30. It's a quarterly blood drive. And the South Texas uh, Blood and Tissue Center has come to Millburgers and basically said, look, what can you do to help us make this even more of a success than we normally have? Because uh, blood is in short supply with the holidays and it's still in high demand. So what Millburgers is doing is normally they give a $10 gift certificate to anyone that tries to donate blood. 
comes out there and goes through the process. Uh, and uh, in this particular case, they're going to give you a $20 gift certificate if you come out. So mark it on your calendar next Saturday, 10 to 1.30. My advice is to make a reservation if you can. If not, it still doesn't take very long, but you'll go right in if you have the reservation. And you can do that at the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website. Uh, so that's coming up. com is the place for that. You can, um, starting today, Trey said it was okay. Uh, Millburgers has a program for recycled Christmas trees. So if you want to bring them by today or tomorrow and through the through January 13th, uh, Millburgers will take them, recycle them, uh, take all the ornaments off, anything that might, you know, that, that's metal, obviously, or decoration. Just just tree is what we want. And they'll give you a $20, a 20% off gift certificate, good on any regularly priced merchandise. And that's a big savings. So com is the place to go for that. And uh, Trace uh, told me that we had a, a few people, about four or so, that called in and were interested in the frost blankets. And uh, so they called in and took our advice, and uh, they know they've got them waiting for them at Millburgers because everybody's out buying them today. So if you want to make sure you're okay and you want to get a frost blanket for uh, this upcoming week for the weather, you can call the nursery at 497-3760. Call Millburgers at 497-3760 and tell them you're just talking about on the air or whatever. And just tell them, hey, put it aside, and they'll, they'll just... Uh, figure out how you pay for it and you can just go pick it up you don't have to worry about getting there and it's not there or you're going someplace else and they don't have it call 497-3760 and you'll be all taken care of don't wait too long because you want to get it stuff put to put out yeah it sounds like your window of opportunity is the rest of today and then a little bit of tomorrow doesn't it well we'll have to see what roy says but i i think it's the expectation is freezing temperatures tomorrow morning right oh is it oh tomorrow okay yeah, so you... Yeah, you missed Roy's forecast. It was one of the best he's ever done. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's incredible. Well, Jerry be- was weeping. <laughs> it, was, it was a very emotional. Well, Jerry was weeping the other day when Roy was doing his forecast. Oh, is that right? Why? <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at, uh, at stuff. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll have to... We'll check with Roy before the, uh, the end of the show. And I'll tell you what. Yes? We'll sweeten the pie a little bit. Because we'll give everybody that uh, comes in and says that they heard us talking about the frost blankets and uh, frosted material, we'll give them a free package of Crawford lettuce seed. Oh, my gosh. How can you afford to do that? I don't know. It just just came to me. Okay. So they they get in, they pay for it, and they just go to the counter and ask for it? Yeah. Scrooge. Scrooge has emerged from (laughs) Uh. (laughs) it. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. You boy, what day is it? Bring Crawford lettuce to all uh, <laughs> to the, the poor Cratchits are now getting Crawford reseeding lettuce. Uh, and that's, bring me the turkey and give give them this lettuce seed. Maybe a conspiracy <laughs> though. I don't know. And the important thing on Crawford lettuce seed is you plant it right on top of the ground. Okay. Seed soil contact. And uh I've never seen it freeze. Freeze. Oh by. really? Wow. It won't freeze, so you don't have to worry about it freezing. You know, you hear uh, the other thing that we talk about a lot that I'm putting on, on top of the surface is uh, wildflowers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and blue curl, which we talked about last fall a lot because it's a wildflower grows in the shade and the butterflies love it. It's coming up everywhere in my landscape. Oh, is that right? I hope, I hope all those folks that got seed from me are, that got it out and it's coming up too. Oh, that, okay. That rainy, the rainy spell we had mm, really just stimulated yeah, stimulated it. Uh, so I, I'm sure, I don't know, 
Have you seen the? How about the blue bonnets? Have they germinated? Uh, speaking of that, uh, oh dear, I'm I'm working with a new, uh, a, de- a uh, additional uh, blue bonnet uh, grower here in town, and uh, they never they hadn't planted blue bonnets very much before, and so we, Dr. Larry Stein and I told him said. You want to put that seed almost on top of the ground, quarter of an inch, no more than a quarter of an inch. And they got these precision planters and everything. They put it a half an inch, mm. and it didn't come up. Oh, no. Yeah. Huh. So we lost a big planting of uh, of uh, maroon bluebonnet seed. But uh, we've got some, some came up, so... Uh, but when when doc, doctor we've got a little push planter that we use, and when Doctor Stein's usually our planter, and uh, when he gets through, you can go up up and down the rows, and you can see the seed breaking out of the uh-huh. uh, out of the bed. But uh, they couldn't see the seed, and I think they they've got irrigation, and uh, I think they kept them too wet. So. Oh. It's always something. Yep. Horticulture challenge, yeah. challenges. We we did that with the white blue bonnets in a prepared raised bed. And uh, uh, we put some new mix in there Flu- that was fluffy. And uh, that automatically, when we watered it, that made it deeper than it should be. Huh. And all of it didn't come up and rotted. But luckily, we had some transplants. And so we went right in there where the seed didn't germinate and used transplants. So we we still have hopes that we're, we're going to get some white blue bonnet because that's the one that's the rarest right now. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, let's talk gardening with you, and I'll give you that number for Millburgers again, 497 3760 Four nine seven three seven six zero. If you want to call and uh, uh, have them put aside, they only had five boxes left, so uh, uh, that's that's a, that's probably a lot. But it's going to go quick. There's more than one thing in a box. Sheet in a box. Well, yeah. And Trey said people were buying by the box. So um, anyway, call four nine seven three seven six zero, and they'll put aside some of the frost blankets and stuff for you. And then just you go pick them up. Don't have to worry about where they are. All right, we'll take a break. Come back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick. Wishing you and your family a safe and happy 2018. And I want you to come on by and visit with Millburgers. Because if your New Year's resolution includes beautifying your home or getting in the great outdoors and just enjoying things or maybe beautifying your yard, well, Millburgers can help you do it. They've got the plants, products, and the professional advice that you need 
to get going and do a great job. Plus, when you go to millburgernursery.com, you'll find all about the events they have coming up. In fact, they've got a blood drive coming up on January 6th that, that's going to be a great drive, and we want you to participate in it. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process, and, of course, the Southwest Blood and Tissue Center has something for you, too. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. In fact, that may be the best advice I can offer you for 2018. Go to millburgernursery.com and learn all about the exciting things that are happening at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And happy 2018 from Millburgers. Sound asleep, the Coopers awoke to a strange sound. Honey, what's that noise? Is that a bat? Maybe it's a bird? Go look. You go look. Ah, it's our paint. It's peeling off of our house. If only they had hardy plank siding. Hi, I'm Frank Carter with Brightwing Custom Exteriors. If you're ready to add value and protect your home, plus save money, call Brightwing Custom Exteriors at James Hardy Preferred Remodeler. With our free no-obligation consultation, we'll come to you with new ideas and make your home new again. And as a one-stop shop when upgrading to Hardy Plank Siding, update your windows and doors. We'll even install new seamless gutters to protect your home. Find Brightwing Custom Exteriors at brightwingcustom.com. There you'll see satisfied stories from happy South Texans and view hundreds of photos of our work. 210-621-3745 or make an appointment online at brightwingcustom.com. When it's time to choose sides, choose Brightwing. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all. From water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Oh, 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So I thought of another question for us, and this is as far as the weather is concerned. Mm-hmm. So, root-hardy perennials, you wouldn't normally worry about if they were planted in the ground. Right. If they're still in containers, do you worry about them? Like, say, um... Um, I don't know what uh, hibiscus. Yeah. No, uh, well, I can't believe I can't remember. Oh, shrimp plant. For instance, we have shrimp plants no. still in containers. Now it won't hurt. No okay. fire bush. And they'll all come back. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. They'll die down, but they'll all come back. Yeah. Now okay. there are some plants that are hardy plants, uh, and um, but their their root system is uh, cold sensitive, and uh, the one I'm thinking about is. Uh, Dwarf Yopon Holly. Back when we had those hard freezes in 85 or 83 and 89, uh, uh, Lone Star, which is now Color Spot, Mm -hmm. lost a million dollars worth of... Oh, they were in containers? They were in containers. Oh, wow. And uh, that was the first time that ever dawned to me. That's a pretty expensive lesson. That uh, that but, uh, some plants are not root hard. Yeah, and it's it's one you wouldn't expect because you when you describe tough over overall plant. Yeah, dwarf yupon holly tough is one. Boot. Yeah, so now now one that is that is real sensitive. Of course, it's the top is sensitive, so is the bottom. Pentas don't last long if they're in a container in free frozen temperatures. So I quit trying to. I just grow those as long as they're yeah. attractive, and then get some new ones. So they're you can get them small sizes. You can, they're inexpensive and they grow fast. Uh, so it's always uh, and available early in the year. So you can get them blooming immediately in the spring, and they bloom all the way through the cold weather yeah. in the shade. Even the the nurserymen are trying to uh, get some started now. I get from seed. Uh, out of the same place that grows our tomatoes, and he was talking about uh, how unbelievably slow they grow. Pentas till they get big and yeah. start blooming. So uh, to have to have you some pentas in in uh, April, it's got to grow them now. They, they start them now, or even earlier than now. And so, uh, but they're they're worth it when. When they get there, they're, they're a little more expensive because of that. They were on a list, of a, a low-water-use list. It, it amazed me. I, I kind of disputed it. I said, I, in my experience, they're not uh, low-water-use plants. They're, they have to be regular water. You know, I wouldn't qualify, call, call them a xeriscape plant. They're not overly sensitive, but... Uh, Definitely need a regular watering, even though they're in the shade. Yeah. So, uh, looking at Neil Sperry's column in today's paper, and he he uh, he was talking about got a question from somebody that uh, wanted to know about uh, picking the seed heads off the pansies, and uh, that they, they were talking mainly about the old old fashioned type. Uh, th- this fellow said he could remember his mother 
doing that, but as many plants as we have now, I can't imagine doing it unless it was really critical. And Neil writes them back, today's hybrid blooms much more and much much more heavily than, than those of old varieties of our childhood. Even when they let them go to seed, they just keep on blooming. They're, they're, they really improve pansies and colors and and uh, the vigor of, of the, the pansies have really been improved since the old days where he was talking about. Um, Back in the good old days, huh? Yeah. Uh, and, so, and somebody wrote in, um, I thought I knew the answer to this before I, I looked at Neil's, Neil's answer. He said, uh, at several hundred feet of ugly bare chain link fencing that I would like to have covered with some type of vine next spring and summer. Well, first thing that popped in my mind was uh, cro- your cross vine and my uh, butterfly vine. Yeah. And one thing that didn't appear in my mind was uh, <clears throat> the climbing roses. In that. Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> they'll, I mean, they'll jump that fence and they'll be going in every direction. You'd <laughs> uh, be pruning all the time. Neil, Neil suggested, uh, he talked about annual vines like Heisen Bean and Black Eyed Susan Vine and Morning Glories and Moon Vine. And, ca- and cra- cypress vine, those are uh, things that uh, you can grow from seed. And uh, I've had Carolina jessamine, jessamine and he mentioned that uh, it's a nice evergreen permanent vine and pretty. Uh, then he, let's see. Then he put the city putting in the nice beds or using evergreen shrubs. Deciduous shrubs and some vines and well-placed trees often soften soften the visual impact of the walls to your property. Uh, But he didn't mention cross vine or butterfly vine. Now, imagine, let's see, I don't know if if cross vine will freeze back or not. Most times. A lot of times they lose foliage. Yeah, but not... It doesn't Not kill every the vine. Doesn't kill the vine. No, I, that th- those would be two choices I'd have too because they're they're not they're aggressive enough to cover the fence, but they're not overwhelming. It wouldn't take over your whole yard. Yeah. So, all right. So we want to touch base with Roy and yeah, see I, the weather again. I wish we could. I, I just Let's miss see if he's, it. I know he's in the uh, the answer uh, weather studios. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's monitoring. I was kind of hide. I can uh-huh. kind of see over there. He's kind of hiding. I think. Oh. Okay, let's see. Uh, Roy, Roy, can you hear us, uh, Roy? No, apparently he's not monitoring. Speak to us, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Calvin wanted to, to, to get the forecast again since he missed it. Yeah, sure thing. And there's actually a few updates. Oh, good. Uh-oh. Not a lot, but, you know, sometimes the, the temperatures will vary a little bit. So um, let's take a look at where we are. So today the high was 60 degrees. Uh, from what I'm showing, won't get quite as high uh, tomorrow, but it will, we'll get pretty close. So I'm showing tomorrow with a high of 50 degrees for the most of the day. Uh, the trouble is going to come toward the end of the day uh, into the evening when the temperature is going to drop to about 27 degrees tomorrow night. Uh, that's where the first signs are going to start. Also, it's a 20% chance of rain as well. So that uh, uh, does not make for a pleasant Sunday 
uh, or New Year's Eve at all. For New Year's Day, we're looking at a high of 35 degrees, cloudy skies, low of 26 degrees. Tuesday, high of 37, low of 23 on Tuesday. Wow. So that's uh, a lot of people, you know, are going back. To, they go back to work on that uh, on that second, that Tuesday. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be. Commute uh, for everyone on Tuesday. Wednesday, the sun actually comes out. Clouds go away. The sun comes out. And we're going to get all the way up to about 49 degrees on, on Wednesday with a low of 30 degrees. Thursday, partly cloudy skies, high 48, low 33. And to round out the work week, Sunny skies on Friday with a high of 53, low of 35 degrees. So, Roy, you don't see a, a freezing weather uh, first thing tomorrow morning? No, I'm not showing tomorrow morning. Um, looks like it's tomorrow night from what I see. Hmm. Okay. I think that's going to be one of those days where the the high is going to be at yeah, mid morning and mid-night. go down. And then it's going to drop off steadily through it today. Right, there you go. So you might have a little slack, but certainly the weather is pretty nice now if you want to mm-hmm. Oh, my do gosh, it. it's sunny. Yeah. Do, uh, uh, now would be a better, uh, an ideal time to put cover the plants that you need to, to cover, especially those Mexican limes and lemons and some of the others that we've mentioned. And on the tomatoes and peppers and things like that, Take anything larger than a tennis ball and put it inside uh, in a dry, lo- dry, dry location that's going to stay warm, uh, definitely above freezing. And, and uh, they will eventually ripen, depending on the temperature of the room that you store them in. And it's temperature-related. And so if you don't want to ripen them all at once... You can put some out on in a cooler area, and then keep put some that you want to ripen right away in a in a warmer warmer uh, location. So uh, that'll give you a spread out time. They all won't, won't all ripen at once. Be sure to uh, uh, put them side by side and not stack them on top of each other, because what'll happen if you stack them on top of them? each other uh you'll have some rots in there and uh even if you separate them you're going to have some rots so you have to go check them every now and then and and get rid of the rots right now and you can use them as a fried green tomatoes too if you don't want to wait for that long and you have recipes i i think we do Mm -hmm. treat it it like squash well, <clears throat> like we um, fried, we used to, oh, summer squash used to just slice it, put batter on it, and fry mm. it. And that's the same thing we did with green tomatoes. Too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Very cool. All that's right. good. Do you use cornmeal? Yeah, usually. Okay. All right, a couple things to remind you of, things that are happening over at the nursery. Again, uh, you'll find out about these at millburgernursery.com. Uh, Calvin, we're going to start backwards. So Calvin mentioned um, um, cover while the weather is good. 
Um, if you're uh, interested in getting a frost blanket but want to make sure that they've got them, call Millburgers and they're, they've put aside some for a bunch of folks, so they'll still try to do that for you as long as they've got them. And that number is 497-3760, 497-3760. Go to millburgernursery.com where you'll learn about the upcoming blood drive. It's next Saturday from 10 to 1.30. Uh, it's uh, particularly tough season for the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Blood is in high demand, uh, but uh, folks are concerned about other things and uh, don't always donate uh, with as much regularity as they do during the rest of the year, during the holidays. So uh, mark this on your calendar. Millburgers is really pushing on this one and making a big effort. So what they're going to do is give you a $20 gift certificate, not just a 10 but a 20 uh, for folks folks that come out and uh, try to give blood. Uh, so if you go through the process and uh, you give blood, you'll get it. And if you go through the process and they say no, uh, you'll still get it. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center also has a nice gift for you as well. And you'll find more about that on com. And then, uh, just like they do every year, Millburgers is doing the recycling of the Christmas trees. Uh, now through the 13th, uh, when you bring your uh, Christmas tree, the fresh-cut Christmas tree that you uh, bought, actually, I don't think it even has to be from Millburgers. Just Bring it to Millburgers, and they'll recycle it, uh, make sure everything's off of it, and they'll uh, give you a 20% off uh, coupon to be used on any merchandise that you buy through the end of February. The tree must be clear of ornaments, lights, wires, and metal. And uh, what they're going to do with it is they ground it into mulch, and they use that to protect uh, the condition, uh, the root balls and stuff of some of their larger specimen trees. Uh, so uh, it's a, a big, big savings for everybody, and it's a... Uh, it's a uh, kind of it's a green thing. Yeah, environmental yep. appropriate behavior. I, All right. can't, I can't believe Calvin hadn't mentioned the birds. Oh, we'll talk about the birds tomorrow. Okay, the low flying birds. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about they, that. They're gonna need some help. In this. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hey, so uh, more information about that on millburgernursery dot com. We'll say goodbye for today, uh, but want to thank everybody who called in was a part of the show, and uh, thank Roy for doing a great job doing double duty, uh, producing the show, doing the weather, getting all your calls on the air, triple duty. Uh, so we'll thank him as thank you for listening as well. So I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you tomorrow back here from noon to two from Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.